hello and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I am not a licensed therapist, psychologist, psychoanalyst, or psychiatrist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health, therapy, or assistance that you feel that you may be in need of. In my podcast, I'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two wonderful little boys. I was in a very toxic marriage of 11 years and just recently I decided that I was going to take my life back. Um, I will be sharing with you guys my journey as my new chapter unfolds. It's been very challenging and uplifting just been a very interesting journey so I'm here to help and hopefully empower those who find themselves in the same situation or a similar situation to gain that confidence and take their life back as well so once again thanks for listening Hello, good evening, soon to be good morning. It's Sunday, and the month of March is just zooming way too fast. I have quite a few things to share with you guys, but let's hear from our sponsors and I will return. Stay tuned. The last few days have been very eventful. Um, You guys noticed. The last episode was actually very emotional for me. And uh, I mentioned what was going on in our community. A little boy by the name of Noah McIntosh has disappeared and has been missing for about over three weeks now. So the community of Corona decided to come together and we decided to you know, start decorating and saturating the entire city of Corona with blue ribbons. It's uh, child abuse awareness. And it was actually very fulfilling to have that opportunity to participate in that. Unfortunately, I didn't get to, you know, um, connect with others, uh, like personally and, you know, um, do the ribbons with others. However, Uh, My boyfriend and my two children went out on our street and decided to uh, decorate the street with lovely dark blue ribbons. Uh, (laughs) Actually, it, it was kind of funny because, I mean, not funny, but it was interesting because, you know, we ran out of ribbons in our community. Basically... Walmart ran out of blue ribbons. They were like pretty much all sold out. That's how many people were participating. There was like 4,000 people involved in this, you know, in this entire like um, event. It was absolutely amazing to see, uh, you know, the two gals that actually created this thing. It was just two of them. And within you know, hours, it went to two, you know, 2000. So they were both very happy about it. And I believe it was either, I think it was Thursday or Wednesday. It was pretty amazing because, and it was all over the news. Um, If you guys haven't seen it, then, you know, tune into KTLA and you'll see, you know, what I'm talking about. Um, Just the community cutting, you know, cutting blue tablecloths and you know hanging them all over the Trader Joe's over by the Dos Lagos in Corona like I said it's just amazing to see people come together for that but you know with that being said you know that that's been weighing pretty heavily on my mind Um, thinking about Noah and you know and his family and I'll be completely honest with you guys you know, I recorded an episode and it was a bit 
maybe a little bit too candid. And I wasn't really sure if I wanted to, uh, you know, publish it, being that I just didn't want my emotions to get way too ahead of me on that. And I wanted to give it some time before I actually, you know, I wanted to get my thoughts in order before I started to just babble off and be emotional and not make any sense. Well, I'll tell you why this whole story of Noah has hit home for me. Um, I will say that I had the opportunity to briefly speak with Noah's grandmother on Facebook. And, you know, I just offered my, you know, I just let her know that, you know, they've been my thoughts and my prayers. And she said, thank you. Of course, you know, I was kind of curious why his mother was incarcerated as well. And I saw on Noah's aunt's page, you know, she was, uh, I believe a few family friends had created a GoFundMe account and you know for her sister which is Noah's mother and so of course there were many hurtful comments and I will say that I I was guilty of kind of you know uh saying things like oh my god what what kind of mother would allow this and but I'll be honest with you, my friends. You know, judging is not good. And I will say this, you know, just watching certain segments on the news and seeing this, you know, this beautiful young woman in court crying because she has no idea where her son is, you know. Yeah, we could all easily judge and say, well, you know, if she was, there's probably a number of things that could have happened that we're not aware of. And let's face it, our system could be very much broken at some point. So with that being said, you know, um, I did happen to look on this mother's Facebook page. And I have to say that, you know, it's not exactly what I expected to find, you know, um, based off of what I seen on the media and social media, I saw a woman who basically thought the world of her two children. And one thing that popped into my mind was, you know, had I not gotten out of my situation, what if this could have been one of my children? if not both. As I mentioned in my previous episode about, you know, parents being on drugs and not really, I'm not entirely sure what exactly happened with Noah's father and why Noah went missing. However, all I know is that these, you know, this child was in his care and just disappeared. Now, we all can say that does not sound good and, you know, for whatever reason. And many will say, why didn't this mother protect her child? And I will say it hit home for me because I got flashbacks of when I was living with my ex-husband. And I hope that, you know, this will definitely wake others up as I talk about this. I just want to briefly touch you know, on this topic. I I don't want to dwindle on it. But I will, I will try to hit, hit it hard. Because I really do believe that this is important. And I'm speaking through experience. So, you know, uh, this whole thing with Noah, like I said, has hit home and I didn't know why, you know, of course, you know, uh, Noah's eight, my youngest is eight, and it's here in Corona. But I think that when I saw his mother's Facebook, that's when it really hit home. That's when I realized that what if I did not leave my situation? 
what if something happened to my children and I was so fixated on everything just being a complete and utter mess in my marriage that I failed to pay attention to my own children. And that does happen. Because if I recall how I was when I was still living with my ex-husband, I was very depressed. I stayed in my room. In fact, my children would would constantly check up on me to make sure that I was okay. I would work from home, clock out, and lie in bed, and my children would just be there on their video games, just playing. That was it. And I was just inside of my head. That's scary. You know, I was fortunate, for, I can't talk fortunate enough to recognize and step out of it. But many aren't. And for those that are still stuck in that situation, I really hope that this is stuff that you really take into consideration and realize that this narc, this person that does not give a shit about you should be second priority or not even, they should be last on your list and your children should be first. Um, You know, really what snapped me out of it was when I saw how affected my children were, you know, and I I just saw certain behaviors that my ex-husband was doing and I knew I had to get out of there. And I'm very thankful and glad that I did. And... You know, I I look at my children and I know that they're doing well. I know that they're doing so much better than they were when we were living there. Um, you know, when you step out of a situation, you're able to really see the big picture and you're re- able to really understand that you're doing so much better without that current situation. You know, um as I mentioned, it, it it's not always going to be easy. You may not have, you may or may not have the support that you wish you had, or have. But you'll have your own support, as in you will support yourself. You will lean on yourself. You will rely on yourself. You will be able to depend on yourself, and no matter how hard things get you know that you will be able to conquer and overcome any obstacles that come your way. So, don't linger on to something or hold on to something that you know does not not belong to you or you don't deserve. There's no reason for you to hang on to it any longer. Just let it go. It's no longer serving you and you know this. Especially if you find yourself tired all day long. If you find yourself just feeling worthless. If you feel that you've lost yourself, it is time for you to let go and get yourself back. You deserve it and your children deserve the better version of you. So I I cannot stress that anymore. And as I tell and talk to you guys about this journey that I am embarking on I know that there are certain struggles that maybe might scare a few people into you know taking their life back or leaving this life that like I said it it doesn't get any better before like my previous episodes it doesn't get any better if you stay it truly doesn't and the person that you are with now is who they they really are. The ugly side of them is who they really are. And if somebody tells you that you push them into becoming this person, do not believe them. We are privileged, or not privileged, we are actually given the opportunity of free will. Everybody does, and nobody can influence anybody to do anything. 
The reason why I say that is because, you know, the last, the last, actually it was yesterday. Well, I had a very productive day, um, the last few, actually the day before yesterday. Um, it was payday, so we all know what happens during payday, where, you know, I, I could say that I'm semi-excited to pay bills because I don't like people hassling me or I, I just like to get things done and over with. That That's why I'm excited to pay bills. But the hole that leaves in my pocket, no, not really. But one of the reasons why I just, I guess for this cycle, I was excited because that $800 electric bill which my lovely ex-husband decided to leave to me basically is going to be paid off so now I only have to pay 60 or 70 dollars for my electricity bill so I'm very excited about that I get to save a hundred a hundred and fifty dollars a month now it's utterly ridiculous and you know like I said it's a pain in the butt. I know that he's not going to be accountable for it. He's not going to hold himself accountable to it, so I had to pay for it. Many people will say, oh, yeah, you know, you should have fought it. Please tell me how. You know, I mean, in this in this little game, I'm pretty much the one that is having to deal with everything because I'm the quote-unquote law-abiding citizen that actually has a job. You know, I'm the one that has the children and actually gives a damn about my life and what I do because it'll affect the children. But, of course, I can just hear these people in the background. Well, it's because you did this and you left him. And if you didn't leave him, then he wouldn't be like this. So it's all your fault. I'm going to say this right now. That is bullshit. Because nobody can make anybody do anything. So if you're hearing that from friends, family, ex-in-laws, tell them to shove it up their ass. I'm sorry, but I am just so done and over all of this. Because when you get that moment, when you're getting, you are, you're free, okay? Once you leave that, you're free. And I will be 100% with you guys. Okay, if I sound a little bit harsh, I'm sorry, but I'm not because you need to hear this. And this is the talks that I have with myself every day. Once you leave, you are no longer a prisoner. Unless you give them the key. Unless you let them in. And you do have that choice. You have that choice. Nobody has control over you anymore. You have the choice to cut off whatever you need to. If we're talking about things as in financial, your best bet is to cut that off and try to stand on your own two feet. Because if you rely on others, it will give them the opportunity to say, well, you wouldn't have this if it wasn't for me. And they think that you owe them your soul. So that's where you just have to be very careful about that. And, you know, really try to be on your own. This is where you cut ties off and just focus on you and building yourself so where you can be that one person that you lean on because if you lean on others that totally defeats the whole purpose of leaving that totally you know reclaiming your life and taking or basically taking your life back comes a great deal of responsibility and you know if you're one of those that like to go back and forth I've done that a few times. But I will say, because the one time that I did go back, that was when I came back from my mother's house after four days. I I wasn't happy. I wasn't like, okay, well, this is it. I, I, I was 
actually very drained and kind of very ticked off and frustrated that I was back in the situation that I was in. And when people ask me, so how's it going? I would just say it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't know. Whatever. It is what it is. I was not happy to be there because everyone was telling me, well, you got to think about it because the kids, this, this, and that, blah, 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 blah. Well, you know, I was actually given many different insights. I, I was able to look at things in a different view these past few days that I've been absent. I'm going to take a very short break for just one moment. Stay tuned. The many different insights that I had was pretty interesting. Uh, Like I said, it's been a very eventful few days. Um, I just, I had so much to do. I still have so much to do. It's been crazy at work, crazy at home. And, you know, just trying to balance everything out can be completely crazy. And I feel like I'm this cranky person that, you know, I, I I know that I need to cool, I need to cool down. And perhaps it's probably getting close to that time of month. There is a big possibility. I can't lie about that. But that's no excuse. You know, like I said, I feel like I've had a mental blockage. And I, I was trying to figure out what in the hell is going on. So, anyways... The point that I was trying to make was I was like, okay, I got to get my stuff together. And I have to tell you guys, I've been ashamed of my car. My car has just been, ew, gross. Um, The last time I literally had that car like detailed was probably with, you know, my ex-husband took care of all of that. And the car that I'm driving now is the very first car that I bought after I finished nursing school. Which was all fine and dandy. However, it's 10 years old. I ended up purchasing a G37 um, with my ex-husband, which pretty much caught fire while I was in the car. Now, many people would ask me, "Um, do you think that you were like, like, you know, your ex tried to kill you? I was like, uh... I hope not. I'm not completely dismissing that thought. I will never know. And I'll tell you guys that story another day if I haven't really shared it with you. But long story short, I was like, wow, okay, so I'm left with this car. And um, if any of you guys are familiar with methamphetamine addicts, it's absolutely crazy because their cars are very, it's got this distinct look and smell. Now, for those of you that are familiar with meth addicts, what they really like to do is they like to have printers in their car. Well, when I would ask my ex-husband, why in the hell do you have a printer in your car? His excuse was, well, I'm selling things and I need receipts to be printed out. He really thought I was stupid for some reason. I'm not sure why, but I was like, "Uh, okay, so... I didn't want to fight, so I just kind of avoided the whole thing and whatnot. But anyways, I looked at my car. I looked at my first car, and I was like, oh, my God, this car's starting to, you know, and it looked just like the cars that he would borrow. It looked like a tweaker's car. It was, I was like, what the hell, you know? And I'll be honest, the car was kind of crazy because you know I never even I actually never even cleaned it out myself since I you know I used it to move um obviously so you know and the kids get kind of you know the kids are being kids in the car so there was all kinds of like food and wrappers and things and of that nature in there and I haven't vacuumed that since I haven't vacuumed it period (laughs) Anyways, it was just like, I'm not sure what it was, but Saturday morning, my son had Saturday school, so I had dropped him off, and 
I'll be honest, every single time I would get in that car, which was quite a bit because that's my bread and butter to get all over the place, I would just be like, oh God, I need a new car. This car is just gross. I can't wait to get rid of this car. But then when I woke up that morning or when I got back from dropping my son off at Saturday school, I was thinking to myself, this car needs to be cleaned. Like literally it needs to be cleaned. I had the flaming hot Cheeto chips all over the floor that was spilt. It was just, it was just, it was gross. It was gross. I, I can't even like describe to you guys and you guys were probably thinking, what in the hell? Why did you let it get that bad? Well, you know, to be fair, I had other things going on. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm trying to keep my house clean. I'm trying to do all this other stuff and balance everything out. But there's no excuse. So, you know, you guys know I'm a firm believer of keeping my living space clean to, you know, continue to have good and positive vibes. Well, you know, I believe that's how the car should be as well. So I was like, you know what? Forget this. I'm going to clean out my entire car. So I was on the phone with my boyfriend. It was like, I want to say 8.30 in the morning. So I was like, let me make my coffee. I made my coffee and... I was like, ooh, okay, because that morning I had to go to Sam's Club and I like to go there once a month and I buy everything in bulk because I really don't like going shopping um, every week. I just, I want to get everything in bulk, get it done and over with, and I absolutely hate having no food in the house. I hate it when it's that close and the kids are snacking on some random stuff. Like, if my kids are eating a granola bar, then that means that I ran out of snacks. If it's a granola bar. And that's pretty funny. And bad. So anyways. Yes. Um, I cleaned out my entire refrigerator. Which by that time was already empty. And I said okay this is perfect. Because now my. You know my refrigerator is going to be ready for. All of the items that I'm going to be purchasing from Sam's Club. So then I finished that and then I went downstairs with a trash bag and just started throwing all kinds of crap out of my car. It was disgusting. And so, you know, my oldest was asleep. I locked the door, but I was parked right in front of the apartment and I was vacuuming. I was on the phone with my boyfriend and he was like, what are you doing? I was like, I am cleaning out the car. I armor all the hell out of that upholstery. And, you know, I have to say my car is looking really good and fresh and I haven't seen it that way in quite some time. And I do have to say that, you know, I mean, the one thing that's also bad about my car right now is, uh, yes, my ex-husband decided that he was going to put subwoofers in the back and also it doesn't work. I mean, the wiring is just discombobulated. So I have to listen to music through my iPhone I can't even like Bluetooth that because nothing's coming out of the speakers wonderful so yeah I mean just to give you guys a funny story we decided that we're going to go to the drive-in one day and uh I I was like oh crap we can't use my car because I don't got a flipping radio yeah lovely so that's how I was like, okay, it's time for a new car. But as I was cleaning that car, I was like, you know, I can't just say, okay, F this car and leave it as is a big mess. I looked at it and I was like, look, I have to basically come into acceptance with this car, come into peace with this car. I know this sounds kind of funny, but come into peace with this car, clean it up, and then hopefully it'll, you know what I mean? Something will happen. But I'll say it's like, you know, since we've had it clean for the last two days, even the boys were like, yay, a new clean car. I'm like, yeah, please don't mess it up. (laughs) So um, it was nice because like my boyfriend actually pulled up next to me and, you know, we were able to clean his car and it, you know, it was really nice. It was really nice. So I'm actually happy about that. And so last night, well, we went to, oh, my boyfriend came back home early after picking up his son uh this was about six o'clock so we decided that we were gonna just we were gonna go walk around the mall but then it got super late I'm not sure exactly what happened I think I was just 
I got back from, I don't even, yeah, we got back, I was tired from cleaning. And actually, we went to Sam's Club, and I had like $300 worth of groceries that we had to unload to the second floor. So that was a lot of fun. Not really. But I was exhausted. I had put everything in the refrigerator and in the freezer away, and then I was exhausted. So... Um, we got to my boyfriend's house kind of late and then we decided to go to Trader Joe's, just get some, you know, some instant stuff and we had dinner and then came back over here. Well, I was tired, but I was kind of like, okay, well, even though I'm tired, I have so much crap I need to do. So, you know, I finished up the pantry, organizing it and my youngest and I ended up cleaning up downstairs And um, with that, you know, it's like I was trying to explain to my son why it was so important that we maintain the house. And I had told him, I had asked him, does it make much of a difference to you if the house is a mess or clean? And he said, well, yeah, I like it clean because you're not, you know, we're not stressed out. Um, You can walk. There's more room to walk. I I was like, yeah. And, um, our livelihood prior when we were living with my ex was not really the best. So, you know, I had told them, look, you know, we just, we just have to make sure that we get rid of all of the, the bad habits that we had prior And so, you know, my son had told me something that I honestly was not expecting to hear. Apparently, and this is, you know, this is just bad, but apparently, uh, okay, there was a time the day before Thanksgiving. And my youngest had FaceTimed me when he was at my mom's house. And so... He was like, okay, mommy, I got to go. I got to go. And I was like, whoa, 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 what's going on? So then, you know, it's like I FaceTimed him and my mom took the phone and she's like, nobody's here. She's like, you're a crazy bitch. And I was like, wow. I said, am I talking to, to you know, my my ex? And she's like, no. And I was just like, well, uh, that's really appropriate. I said, you have to understand where I'm coming from. So it's like that whole entire time I found out as they were lying to me, you know, my oldest had told me that my ex was there. So he not only seen my children during Christmas against, you know, my wishes, but during Thanksgiving. And I came over for Thanksgiving and I'm like, wow, you guys are going above and beyond to lie to me for this drug addict? And I'm thinking, okay, you know what, that, that's, that's fine. I, I, you know, my oldest was kind of like, mom, please don't get mad. And I said, you know, I said, no, I'm not. And, you know, he saw that I was getting a little bit sad. I didn't really say what was truly on my mind. You know, um, I said, well, did you get to spend time with your father? My oldest said, no, all he did was talk bad about you. Him and grandma were saying that you're a crazy person. And I said, I see. And my son immediately came up to me, and he's 10, hugs me and says, it's okay, mommy. All they are are meth supporters. I was like, wait, what? You know, and he said, you know, grandma's crazy. And he said you know, don't let a crazy person get you down. You know, I'll be honest. I know that's harsh and I I shouldn't be encouraging that. And I should probably tell him not to talk that way. But I'll be honest. I have not ever told them anything like that. And, you know, like I said, your children will make the determination on their own. And I am blessed because no matter, now I know that they were probably manipulated like more than I I thought, but yet they're still here standing strong, you know, with their mother, with me. 
And you know what? That's more than I can ask for. I, I don't care what the next Tom, Dick, or Harry has to say about me. Because at the end of the day, I need to make sure that my children are good. I need to make sure that my children are, you know, their well-being is good. And, you know, they see past their father's bullshit and they see past my sister and my mother's bullshit. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. And, you know, um, people can have their backhanded Facebook posts all they want. But, you know, I'll be honest, I ended up just muting that. There's no reason for me to be scrolling and seeing that. I'm going to continue to do me and what's right for my children. And I encourage you to find that strength within yourself and continue to do what you need to do to be a good parent. This is the time where you don't, you don't and should not care about what others think about you. Because they're not going to help you. You know, every day, no matter how hurt I, I, I can be over this, I will say this. Every day I've noticed that I'm getting stronger and stronger about this. And I'm okay with it. I'm okay with with how things are going and you know if many of them are 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 going to continue to be upset with me then so be it i'm not here to live my life for anybody else i'm not here to you know i'm not here to to justify myself and people can say that oh yeah you're just justifying you know what none of these people have ever walked a day in my shoes none of these people know what's going on and you know my my own children even said that they feel so much better that we're no longer you know in that home with my ex-husband i'm not encouraging them to hate their father you know they make that determination on their own they've seen the behaviors that you know their father has displayed and i don't really need to say much you know so over time, yes, I actually quit venting about their father. You know, um, when they're in a room where they can, where, you know, they can actually hear me venting. I, I try not to talk about their father because these days he is very much irrelevant to us. You know, I, even though there's that possibility or, well, the good news is the insurance decided that they were going to pay the claims. But more than likely, my insurance will go up. Thank you, ex-husband. What can I do about it? And just remember, my friends, you might be in a situation where you might not have much of a choice but to pay stuff off because you're going to be the only one responsible about it. And when that time comes, just remember that this is your way of just getting away from that nonsense. And, you know, it may be frustrating, it may, whatever it may be, but get yourself out of that situation and don't even bother with, don't even bother with the nonsense anymore because... You know, there's no point in arguing. The arguing, as I've learned, will not get you anywhere. Trust me. That's why I prefer to just stay quiet in my own little world. I've muted myself from their news feed, if you catch my drift. And I try not to go too public on social media any longer because I don't really want many people to know everything that's going on. Um, I did have a friend that was going through some stuff and she was pretty vocal about it. And, uh, you know, I remember telling her that there might've been some times where I felt like I too wanted to expose my ex-husband for the things that he did. But, 
it was going to create an unnecessary war. And I have enough obstacles in my life to deal with. So I would prefer to just not have these issues any longer. I just want to, you know, pay my debt on things and just move on and just have a peaceful life. That's my goal. That's my goal. So on a positive note, I was dreading to do my taxes. I'm not going to get into full-blown detail, but my ex-husband actually did my my taxes last year on TurboTax. Well, you know, one of the things that he had said to me was, oh, by the way, you're going to get audited on, on your stuff. I'm like, what? So I was like, what kind of threat is that? But of course, you know, I mean, it was something that was not really that big of a deal. And so I finally got my taxes done because I know that it's something that I need to do. We all hate doing this. But, you know, I was like, okay, well, it would be a blessing if I could get a refund back and not have to worry about owing. And I was thinking to myself, you know, I know it's not going to be big, but perhaps I could get myself a new car that I don't have to worry about. And... I got it done and I got a pretty good amount, decent amount back and I'm pretty excited about that, sort of. But, you know, I realized that that, you know, tax refunds are going to come and go. You should really save them just in case for rainy days. So I'm kind of contemplating of whether or not I'm going to utilize that for a, either a new car or just you know, pay off debt. I'm not sure, you know, but the bottom line is I need to step it up on my game and really make more, produce more income. That That's just, there's no way around it because no matter what, whether or not I pull out, you know what I mean? I, I utilize this as a way to get ahead or even if I use this for an emergency fund, it doesn't matter. I still have to make sure that I have you know what I mean? I, I, I'm making money just to pay off debt. And, you know, I noticed that my credit score has gone down tremendously. And I'm like, oh, shit. Excuse my language. But it is what it is. I, you know, this morning after I got back from doing my taxes, I was like, this is a freaking mess. I hate this. And, you know, it can get pretty frustrating. So um, we were supposed to meet up with my boyfriend and... I just told them, I said, like, I just need to kind of chill for a bit. I need to chill for a bit, and I don't want to be grumpy. So it's like, I think about, like, an hour later, I took a shower, and then we kind of went out and about and dropped off his son and then came back here and had dinner. We actually watched, had a movie night. It was it was great. It was very relaxing. However, I'll be honest, I feel a little bit itchy because I'm like, I got to get my butt back into work. Yeah, and to top it off, it's like, you know, when it rains, it pours. Uh, My modem for the internet decided to take a dump. So I will probably have to miss 30 minutes of work tomorrow and go to the Spectrum store over here and swap out a modem. Joyfulness. So, yes. (laughs) If you think that your week has been bad, look, we're in this together. And, you know... A lot of things that we are afraid of, just remember, it's just like pulling off a a band-aid. Just pull it off fast and it won't hurt as much. Okay, it'll sting a little bit, but, you know, at least you're getting it done and over with. But the time is passing by so quick. You really got to understand that, you know, life is too short. We all know this. I do recommend, honestly, if you have the ability to get into smudging or even getting crystals, I truly recommend it. Um, I actually got myself a ruby kyanite. And I've noticed since I've received it and I washed it, And I sleep with it under my pillow. I know for some of you who are not into healing crystals, this probably sounds a little weird, but that's totally okay. I will say, though, it has worked. And I want to say that when I 
kind of gravitated to cleaning my car, that ruby kyanite was very helpful. So I'm going to read to you guys what exactly it does. So just, um, okay. So a ruby kyanite, ruby and kyanite together, it's a strong, powerful stone that can help to bring dreams into reality while releasing old patterns that are not for the highest good. This stone will help reveal what one needs in order to stay balanced and protected from negative all negativity and together they surround you with peaceful vibrations allowing you to manifest your heart's desire ruby aspect in kyanite acts as nurturing stone with healing and positive effects of emotions so yeah this actually is targeted for the primary chakra would be the throat and then secondary heart chakra and the root chakra. So if you're not into healing crystals, that's totally okay. But if you find yourself kind of in one of those, you know, um, just if you feel that it's hard to get out of a funk, I definitely would recommend, you know, I would recommend trying it out, you know. Learn about the different ones, like, you know, um, if you're not sure what to look for, you know, type in stuff like healing crystals for, you know, anxiety or, you know, uh, one of the first healing crystals that I started off with was um, the black tourmaline. And um, I also had the black obsidian and that was very helpful. Um, I carried it with me, but I'll be honest, I don't really, with the ones that I I actually got myself on Amazon, I don't think that I really, uh, I can't say that they're, the energy level on those have been strong, but I will say that with the Ruby Kyanite, that one has definitely, you know, I've noticed that when I woke up that Saturday morning, I all of a sudden just had that urge you know, to, um, to go out and clean, and I actually got everything done, and it was crazy, I actually had that kyanite, that that ruby kyanite in my, um, in my jean, my jean, my, the pockets of my denim, so, interesting, but, definitely try it um last night my son and i actually smudged with um we smudged ourselves with why can't i talk today (laughs) we smudged ourselves with um with sage and it was very good you know um it was funny because my oldest was kind of like, well, my youngest was asleep. My oldest says, mommy, why do I feel like this is actually, it's got a, a calming effect to it. Like it kind of tickles. I said, I know, then, then that's working on you. I said, do you feel calm? He said, yeah. So, you know, we smudged the entire downstairs and, you know, um, I had asked him, I said, okay, after we smudged, like, right before we headed upstairs, I asked him, how does it feel like to you? He's like, like, home sweet home, and he ran up the stairs. So, definitely try all of these different things. Um, I'm not even sure if I could do my self-guided meditation tonight, but I do have my boys waiting for me upstairs in my bed. <laughs> you know, um... Like I said, like always, it's it's a blessing to have these two, you know, with me every day. And one thing I had told my oldest last night was, 
I hope you know that every day you and your brother make me want to be a better person. And that's absolutely, absolutely true. I really hope that tonight's episode might have either helped empower or somehow just kind of opened your mind, opened up your mind a bit or provided some kind of comfort. The main intent of this podcast is empowerment and to just show you guys that even as these months have gone on, it does get tough, but it does get better. It gets better and you become, it gets better because you become stronger mentally. And if you've been in this journey with me, as in you're literally on your own and you know, you've broken free from your abusive relationship, you know, whether it's, you know, a narcissist or a drug addict. This is, this is, this is basically what I, you know, I hope to, to help you guys with. I hope that, you know, I can continue to guide those into a much more positive light, you know, and, um, you know, not, not just by what I say, but through example. And I hope that you guys can hear it in my voice that I've definitely come a long way and totally off topic, but I was looking at my cousins and I I have never seen, um, aura photography, but, I was very intrigued by that. If you guys have a chance, look it up. That is absolutely insane. I am like just floored by that. But like always, it's getting late and I do need to do my mommy duties tomorrow. So like always, we will get through this together. Continue to be kind to yourself. Thank you guys. I can't talk. See, it's time for me to go to bed. Thank you guys once again for listening. Until next time, I'm your host and friend, Cherry Go Lightly. Thanks for listening to Still I Rise. I'll talk to you guys soon. Good night.